Today is Thursday, December 17th. This is T-Dad Talk. I'm Cameron Wayne. Coming up today, we check out what happened at this week's Trinidad City Council meeting and in the state, a Colorado pediatrician urges the state to support in-person education as we start into the next semester in January. Happening in the world as the climate crisis continues, Exxon has found themselves in some financial troubles. Stick around to learn more. Today's show is sponsored by the Trinidad Historic Main Street Board and the City of Trinidad presenting their Deck the Halls Business Spirit Decorating Competition. Downtown businesses can compete for six $1,000 prizes and all who vote on their favorite will be entered into a drawing. Visit the Trinidad Historic Main Street Facebook page to learn more and vote for your favorite decorated Trinidad businesses as we get closer to the holidays. All right, let's check in with the weather. Mostly sunny skies today in Trinidad with highs climbing up to near 50 degrees. Tonight will drop to lows in the mid-20s. For Friday, a 30% chance of snow will blow our way a little after noontime with highs in the upper 30s for the day. Now, here's the news. During the regular meeting of Trinidad City Council on December 15th, Trinidad State Junior College President Dr. Rhonda Epper presented to council an issue that she stated had been a problem for them for some time, which is the issue of their name. Now, Trinidad State Junior College is proposing during the next legislative session in January to drop the word junior from their name, along with two other Colorado community colleges. Epper explained that most colleges that have junior in their names were established very early on, and furthermore, by dropping the word, it would allow the college to attract more students, she thought. Already, the college offers several four-year bachelor's degrees, and they hope to offer more as they're available. Because the name change requires a change of statute, the name change will be introduced in legislation in January. Council members all express support of the change to maximize how the college is utilized in the state and hopes for drawing more students. Also at the meeting with Los Angeles County passing a resolution in support of a variance protection program known as the Five Star Program, Trinidad City Manager Mike Valentine explained they had been asked to write a letter of support expressing a commitment to work with other local officials to make the program possible. Once they find direction from the state, giving them the permission to do so, the resolution will be the first step of having everything in place to move forward with certifying businesses for the program. But Valentine added that staffing needs to keep the program running and was still a difficulty that would need to be worked out. County Commissioner Luis Lopez was present at the meeting in support of the resolution and spoke to the county's efforts to be ready to roll out the program should the state allow it. Additionally, during the meeting, the first reading of an emergency ordinance authorizing and directing the implementation of City of Trinidad COVID-19 Emergency Assistant Program Number 2 was also read. Because emergency ordinances require only one reading, council authorized another 500000 for the program. Valentine expressed they hoped to get these funds to businesses who need them as quickly as possible so they wouldn't have to worry about utility bills for at least a little bit. 400000 of the $500,000 total would be allocated for businesses while the remainder would be used for individuals who may have had to be laid off due to the level red dial change. Among other topics of the council meeting, Finance Director Cheryl Navarrete gave a rundown of what the city had decided to allocate funds for in regards to their projects list for 2021. 
With $8.4 million to commit, listed for approval was Riverwalk Improvements for $1 million, Exit 14 Improvements for $809,000, West Main Street Improvements for $2.6 million, a cover for the city's swimming pool for $1.25 million, Economic Development Land Acquisition for $941,000, Uncompensated Absences for $1 million, Eagle Rock Subdivision Improvements for $300,000, and Fleet for $500,000 coming to 8.4 million total. Council also welcomed Bob Just as the newest addition to the City of Trinidad team, serving as their public works director. Happening in the state, while state and school leaders released a roadmap to get kids back into schools, one parent, who is also a doctor, has been pushing for in-person learning. Dr. Todd Porter is a community pediatrician in Denver who supports the return to in-person learning, CBS Denver reported yesterday. While he's happy the governor's office is taking steps to get kids back into class, he hopes the right changes are made before the start of school after the holiday break. Porter, a father of three, understands the struggles of remote learning firsthand. That's why he's one of the many healthcare workers speaking out in a new video out of Jefferson County released by Jeffco Choice for In-Person Learning, a coalition of parents, teachers, and Jeffco Choice for In-Person Learning released another video showing the negative impacts of remote learning on kids' mental health last month. Porter believes if quarantine restrictions in school aren't changed, they could be the biggest burden to getting kids back into the classroom. Happening in the world for decades, ExxonMobil was an unstoppable machine and the envy of the oil industry. Now that machine has broken down, and Exxon's critics are pouncing, CNN reported yesterday. For the first time in modern history, Exxon faces a credible challenge from frustrated investors seeking to overthrow its board of directors. The effort, led by a new activist investor firm called Engine Number no. 1, calls for Exxon to rein in its massive spending ambitions, revamp executive pay, and explore a push into clean energy. Engine Number no. 1 has received support from the Church of England and one of America's most powerful pension funds, the California State Teachers Retirement System, or CalSTARS. But that's not all. Activist hedge fund D.E. Shaw has built a larger Exxon stake than the one held by CalSTARS and Engine No. 1 and is pushing the oil company to slash spending to save its dividend and improve its poor performance. A person familiar with the matter, who was not authorized to speak publicly on the Exxon stake, told CNN Business. Bloomberg News first reported on the D.E. Shaw campaign. These efforts show how far mighty Exxon has fallen once the world's most valuable public company, Exxon's market valuation has crumbled by a staggering $266 billion since mid-2014. Exxon is losing money for the first time in decades and got kicked out of the Dow Jones Industrial Average after 92 years in that exclusive index. Shareholder dissent has been percolating in recent years at Exxon, especially on the climate front, as activists pushed proposals seeking to force Exxon to disclose emission targets, stress test its climate risk, and separate the CEO and chairman roles. But unlike those fights, Exxon is now facing a campaign to take control of board seats. Engine Number no. 1 revealed four individuals with strong energy industry credentials who have agreed to be nominated, if necessary, to the Exxon board. In a sign of just how much pressure Exxon is facing, the company announced Monday it will eliminate the flaring of methane by 2030 and cut the intensity of emissions from its oil and gas production by up to 20% by 2025. 
Even with the support of CalStars and the Church of England, the shareholders own just a small slice of what is still a $180 billion company. The fate of the proxy battle will be up to Vanguard, State Street, and BlackRock. The big three asset managers own nearly one-fifth of Exxon's outstanding shares. But the activists do have one big advantage, a deeply dissatisfied shareholder base. And if those frustrated shareholders team up with environmental groups and socially conscious investors, Exxon could be in trouble. Coming up this weekend, tune into Rocky Mountain, Horndog's first concert presented virtually from the Main Street Live stage in Trinidad on Saturday starting at 6 p.m. Featuring holiday hits and other upbeat covers from Chicago, Bill Withers, the Blues Brothers, and more. Catch the link on Main Street Live or Rocky Mountain Horndog's Facebook page or search Rocky Mountain Horndogs on YouTube. Additionally, if you know of any upcoming events you think should be included on our podcast, give us a shout out here at TDAD Radio on our Facebook page or give us a call at 719-846-3311. For a deeper look into what's happening today in Trinidad and beyond, visit the Chronicle News website, thechronicle-news.com, and don't forget to support your local journalism with an online subscription. Another shout-out to our sponsors, Trinidad Historic Main Street Board and the City of Trinidad, presenting their Deck the Halls Christmas Decor Contest. Be sure to check out their Facebook page and cast your vote for your fave. That'll do it for today's episode. Thanks for sticking around. This has been Cameron Wayne. Have a great rest of your day. This is Chronicle News Media. Chronicle News Media.